Do you find yourself jumping from site to site or wading through thousands of search results to find answers about God's Word and His creation? Well, no more. SearchCreation.org brings the top creation and apologetic websites together into one search engine while ignoring the thousands of sites that push lies and half-truths. So if you have questions about molecular chemistry, deep space, dinosaurs, or how to defend your faith in a godless world, visit us at searchcreation.org. We are still here at the Answers in Genesis Museum, as well as the Answers in Genesis Pastors Conference, and we're joined by Mrs. Mary Moeller, the wife of the president of Southern Seminary, Albert Moeller, and also the founder of SWI, Seminary Wives Institute. Thank you so much, Mrs. Moeller, for being with us. Pleasure to be here. Thanks, guys. I am thrilled that you had an opportunity to take time with the pastor's wives and just address some of the things that are near and dear to your heart, you started the Institute. Can you give us an overview? Give us some of the things that you wanted to talk to these wives about. Ben's, ben is in ministry, I'm in ministry, our wives have to deal with a lot of the s similar things, probably not quite at the level of where and, you're and at. And Eric, your wife deals with so many more challenges than my wife, because <laughs> oh, she's married to me. Yeah, I get that. Wrong. Well, Ben and Eric, it's my pleasure to be here, and I, I love being around ministry wives. I love teaching student wives, and, and I celebrate the fact that I wear the title ministry wife, as I have for 31 years now. And I realize there are lots of misconceptions about what that term really means. And so I kind of make it my business to dispel those misconceptions <laughs> whenever I idea. can. And so I want to, want to encourage women to just, to, to just realize how vital their role is to use the giftedness that the Lord has given them, that there is no cookie cutter mentality here, yeah. that they need to forget all that garbage that's out there about how you have to play the piano and it's all about working <laughs> for free. Yes. It, that's just not the truth. Just embrace embrace the role. The Lord's been preparing you for this all of your lives, whether you realize it or not, as ministry wives. And so, so, so three quick things about that. Number one being the most important, I think, to be effective in this role is that you've got to just embrace spiritual disciplines. You can't neglect that. And it sounds kind of churchy to say that, like, well, sure, she's going to talk about praying and reading scripture. But as I was telling the ladies today at the, at the conference, that's just, it's vital. You just can't, you've got to get that daily fuel from the Lord. And that's vital for Christian women, of course, but in ministry, in order for you to serve, you've just really got to be close to the Lord and be getting your orders from Him. Secondly, and the way I mean this is, seek to be a low maintenance wife. Translation, <laughs> don't be a high maintenance wife. I love it. So try to, you know, I'm trying to be gentle with this, but we all know high maintenance wives that are out there that make the guy's job so much harder. And so this is not about you. Hmm. Uh, there's there's no, nar no room for narcissism wow. here. That's, so, a, that's a hard point, I think, for some women to understand, but it I, is, it's, it it's is, but at. just plaster first Corinthians, you know, 15, 13 out there about, you know, you're steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain, Amen. whether you're getting recognized for it right now or not is not the issue. And then the third one is just make sure that your husband knows that you are on his team and beyond that you are like his biggest cheerleader. Don't just assume that he knows that. It is so critical for men in ministry to know their wives are behind them. So that's my quick advice. Today you shared some th uh, things with the ladies about busyness. I tend to be busy sometimes. I think we all do. And uh, would you share a little bit about what you shared with them for those that weren't able to make it to your talk? Sure, I'd be glad to. I kind of asked them the question just to, to start with, like how busy are you? Is that a good thing? 
Is that kind of your reflex answer to mean, hey, I'm alive and well? Uh, Satan, I think, loves the fact that there's this epidemic of busyness. And sometimes yeah. I want to get this sign and just hold it up for Christians everywhere that just simply says, I saw it somewhere, it says, stop the glorification of busy. Because I think he uses it to distract us. And so, so you say, well, yes, it's good to be busy. We've got lots of good work to be doing for the kingdom. And we're not to eat the bread of idleness, but we're trying to find that balance between what I call like purposeful bench warmers over here <laughs> and the perpetually busy people that just don't even know what they're doing and find that, that the writer of the book of Hebrews talks about where we're running the race with patient endurance looking unto Jesus. So that sounds easy, but it's easy to get off track. So again, I have like three quick things to stay on please, track. Please, please. Which I had a list of 15, so I've oh, condensed wow. these down. <laughs> but the first one's by far the most important, and that is just this simple statement. If you are too busy to pray and read scripture, then you are busier than God ever intended for you to be. That's just irreducible. If you're that busy, you're busier than, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what you're feeding the poor all over the world. If you can't pray and read scripture, that's busier than, than God ever intended for you to I be. I know you were speaking to the women. I think everybody needs to understand that point right there. That is fantastic. It's true. The second one would be to just choose wisely. There's so many things pulling at us of, you know, do this, do this, do this. And, and, and maybe just evaluate. Maybe you need to be doing less. And people say, oh, maybe it needs to be a shorter list that you're doing with excellence versus a longer list that you're doing with mediocrity. So, so sometimes that's easier to say than to do. And then the last one is just really to stay in your lane as you're running your race. You know, you're not to be running anybody else's race, but yours. You're running with patient endurance, looking unto Jesus. Why? So that you can be one of those that has bragging rights to say, see, I have it all together. No, it's nothing about that. It's Ephesians 5.16 that tells us we've got to redeem the time because the days are evil and boy, are their days evil. So that's why we're doing it to God's glory. And that is fantastic. Wonderful. Fantastic. Well, thank you, founder of Seminary Wives Institute, uh, Mrs. Mary Moeller. Fantastic stuff about busyness. I learned something, and I hope that was helpful <laughs> to uh, those of you that are watching. Battleship Apologetics, this season on Creation Today, starting August 20th at creationtoday.org.